It's crazy where life takes you. You can be in one place, and then out of nowhere, you flip a 180. And this podcast, this is what my friend tells me about. From his interest in rocks and volcanoes to working in the film industry, my film fanatic friend from all the way in the Philippines tells me about his transition to residing stateside and the culture shock that he endured. I hope you enjoy. And ladies and gentlemen... Welcome to Practice Perspective Podcast, uh, Kenny. Thank you. Uh, Glad to be here. I'm I'm honored that you're invited me to do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you're one of the individuals that I really wanted on this podcast because you, just like me, you're a little social butterfly. (laughs) You're a little social butterfly. I get around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nice little pun. Um, (laughs) So we met through, uh, was it Alex? We we Mm -hmm. met through Alex and James. We met through Alex. Um... And Joey, uh, just uh, friends that are film fanatics, mm-hmm. and of course you're a film fanatic yourself. So, I just want you to, you know, give me a little background of uh, what kind of got you into film, what like captivated you to keep pursuing that. Yeah, you know, funny because um, back in college, I knew I wanted to be a uh, a geologist, geologist slash volcanologist. A person to study rocks and what? ultimately get my doctorate into volcanology. <laughs> yeah, no I way. Know. Exactly, I know, right? Um, I, I love volcanoes. Have, I, I love studying volcanoes. I, I, I dream of going to different countries and going inside lava tubes, lava, you know, the craters, yeah. and studying them, and then you know, hopefully predict volcan, you know, volcanic eruptions and stuff. Yeah. That was back in the day, and I actually signed up for that. And then I, um, I was watching. Lord of the Rings one day <laughs> and this was the freshman year of college uh-huh. and then I saw like a little sneak uh, like little behind the scenes type I was like this is pretty awesome maybe I should try doing filmmaking and after that I put myself into film school uh, signed up research and then didn't want to go to LA because it was just too crazy so yeah, yeah I, um, I heard Gaza Community College was the best one in the valley so yeah. I signed up for some classes and then um, and then the rest is history. So, and I also took some classes at ASU. Yeah. I actually graduated with a graphic design degree because I needed, I wanted to at least have a bachelor's of science. Yeah. As opposed to a bachelor of, bachelor's of arts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. And then I, after that, I just, I researched to, you know, like look, looked up, um, any film projects in the valley? Mm-hmm. I got in. I got in touch with uh, uh, with somebody through um, uh, a, a ASU Film Association, and you know, during they were filming uh, an indie film called called Nether Beast Incorporated. Okay. So I interviewed for that and got the P, uh, production assistant position, and then from there I just met a lot of people and and just jumped from project to project. I did a lot of pro bono work to just get experience and my name out there yeah yeah so after that just never stopped and from there did you know a lot more indie films and I went to LA and then went to New York and then came back and came back here 
to nice, work on a nice. production company. So you, you went out and ventured off to LA in the New York I did. film industry and mm-hmm. you saw and how competitive and exactly. crazy to get Exactly, super crazy. I wanted to touch, you know, like, uh, I wanted to, you know, just check it out and see how it's, what it's like. And nice. obviously it was just, both cities were just too crazy for me. But then again, like, you know, like nowadays, LA and New York are not really the main hubs in filmmaking right now. It's, you know, everything is going to Atlanta or yeah, that's crazy. Or New Orleans yeah. or Vancouver. So, wow. yeah, even New Mexico. So Even New Mexico? Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah, they mm-hmm. is Arizona's a flyover state when it comes to film. <laughs> well, I think Arizona has potential, but yeah, it's pretty much flyover. Mm-hmm. I think um, just living out in LA for a little bit, I see a lot of the the tech industries uh, coming to Colorado and, and Phoenix so just because the, the the means of living is cheaper because it's so damn expensive out in LA right, Silicon exactly. Valley like that's that's crazy but I can't believe um it was uh, behind the scenes footage of Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings it very, completely very, changed your mind the very very yeah. first one it was the did it take a while? Of the ring. did that like scratch no. the surface or is like that's what I wanted that's, to do. That's I, I, actually, I wanted to try it. I was like, I want to try it. And then, yeah. you know, I like I said, I looked up some, um, and I, I think it was, it, it was the uh, um, ASU Film... Um, film festival? Uh, no, ASU Film Association, AFA. Oh, okay. That's the, the one that got me really involved in it. Like, Because, nice. you know, they were having short films here and there. You know, the very, very first one that, yeah. that uh, you know, the for fun kind of movie mm-hmm. is like, you know, it was like about zombies and I just helped out and I was one of the zombies and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you did it right though. Also, uh, getting a, a degree in a computer, computer, gra- computer uh, gra- uh, graphic design. information technology. Yeah. Yeah. And that must help out so much in the yeah. industry. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, um, my concentration on that one, which was pretty cool. That's why it's okay. It was, it's not because of, you know, the whole image capture manipulation or Photoshop, whatever, but, um, it had a commercial photography and then you know being able to understand photography and photo mm-hmm. made me understand cinematography yeah so wow yeah. nice so i hear all these stories of people going to school and they end up getting a career in the very opposite end and uh i was almost the case for you geology and you know, <laughs> interested in volcanoes that's crazy yeah I never, no one knew that like, yeah. no one knows that it's like that's like a deep dark secret if you exactly like, i mean what's volcanoes yeah did you watch I've, you might be have you seen the movie I've volcano, seen volcano i think that's what started huh? yeah <laughs> that's no, what started what all. started was i was you know in manila as a, uh, a seven-year-old young kid and then woke up and then i i thought it was snowing outside yeah. and I was like mom it's snowing but there is actually ashes oh, from a volcano wow. that erupted over 100 miles away wow. it was just a huge eruption over 100 miles away and you got ash all mm-hmm. over it was one of the biggest eruptions from Mount Pinatubo and and yeah no I where's just, that I, at? That's, in, in the Philippines that's in the Philippines I was still in the Philippines living in the Philippines then and I oh so was, were you were you born there? Yep, I was born in the Philippines. Oh man, we gotta go a lot back further now. <laughs> I was. Uh, I knew you're Filipino, but I know you're. Yeah, I was born in the Philippines. Philippines. Um, moved here when I was thirteen, back in '98. Dang, thirteen! Mm-hmm. So thirteen years of living in the Philippines. Yes, really. Yeah, my childhood, and yeah. then wow. st- and you know, totally just changing, change. You know, like it was just culture shock moving here and. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, man. and you know, have to spend my teens. Oh man, here. even better. So you, <laughs> you have. Um, well, we've admitted that you're on here because my podcast is all about perspectives and I yeah. think what really helps that out is uh, knowing two different languages mm-hmm. two different languages where um, it's pretty much 
you have a different perspective on the world, a yeah. Filipino perspective, and then over here, exactly. belligerent American perspective. <laughs> and oh man, so tell me, tell me uh, about the Philippines, about the culture. The culture in the Philippines. What, what um, was the most shock of coming over here? Um, so the Philippines is, as everyone knows, like a third world country, but we like to call it a developing country. Yeah. You know, third third world has a you know like a a negative, negative connotation, connotation yeah, to it. Yeah, but, same with Mexico and mm-hmm. all it's a developing uh, country and. Um, and you know they say it's like one of the fastest growing economy in Philip in this, in Asia right now, so which is good. But back in the day, um, you know, I mean, it's I, even I get still confused because like Philippines is such a melting pot. You know, back in the day, it was you know the very first country that was conquered by the Spaniards, so it was the very first country in Asia that was that felt the Westernization mm-hmm. from Europe. You know, because of Spain. So, you know, so our culture is pretty much a lot of it is based out of a base of Spanish influence. And then... Those goddamn conquistadors, man. Yeah, I know. I mean, I tell people, I mean, because a lot of people say, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't understand. They don't understand, like, you know, Filipino, Asia, like, I was very Spanish. It's like, go over there. You'll see the streets, the street signs, street names are all, like, mostly in Spanish. People still speak. I mean, there's a lot of his bars. And Tagalog is a lot of his... uh, borrowed Spanish as well mm. so okay. and a lot of the Filipino last names are still in Spanish mm. so you'll still see the similarity of the the Spanish influence like um, I didn't like, like growing up you know because I, you know, I knew it was all, mostly Filipino and then like when I when I watched different uh, movies or like you know learn different cultures so I was like oh my gosh that's we also do it in the Philippines but yeah. that actually came from Spain yeah. you know so it just makes so much sense and you know uh, Philippines is also known for their hospitality you know it's just we're yeah. just very open yeah. um, you know uh, friendly people as a lot of people say and we smile a lot so um, yeah. smile goes a long way and um, if you know um, there's a, you know we, it's, we beat Philippines is just we're in like that natural catastrophe prone oh, region yeah, you know yeah. like the vol- volcanic eruptions earthquakes and hurricanes you know like mm-hmm. but you know at the end of the day if we're alive we're happy you know alive and striving and yeah. it's a very religious country as well yeah so Who, uh, of, what religion catholic catholic i think 80 percent catholic, 80% catholic. Um, protestant and then muslim in the south yeah. so yeah, definitely Spanish brought that over, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then moving to the, to the United States, it's definitely a lot, you know, different, you know, like, come, I mean, it was, it, I mean, uh, moving here, I kind of knew what was, I had a perspective of America because America, in, I mean, the Philippines, America is such a, what was the word I'm looking for? We look up to the America. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've heard like a lot of like developing countries do because mm-hmm. it's you know Hollywood Central, right? And biggest booming to make movies. And exactly, and back. I mean, after eighteen ninety eight, America actually took over the Philippines and became a commonwealth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we because we uh, the reason why I speak Spanish is because of the America. So you know, we all yeah, we just. Um, you go to the Philippines to see a white person, you're automatically American, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've heard some stories, because um, uh, when I was in the Marine Corps uh, on the East Coast, we would do uh, two, four, two, six, Muse, I'd go to Europe, 
but the ones uh, based out in Pendleton in California, uh, they'll go uh, to Okinawa and the Philippines. And I heard, like, not now, but way back in the days, I heard stories of uh, during the, the deployments, the MUSE expeditionary units when we were on the Navy ship, uh, they would stop at the Okinawa and all the islands over there and stop in the Philippines. Yeah. And some guys would just not come back. They enjoyed and had so much fun in the Philippines. Like that, that's crazy how they actually, uh, I, I forgot one name, one story, but he actually like lived and thrived just by mm-hmm. being AWOL from the military and just thriving yeah. in, in uh, the Philippines. So. There's actually a lot of um, expats in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you'll notice. I can especially imagine. Yeah. Like the islands and stuff, like a lot of... Uh, um, you know, like a lot of the stores there, you know, owned by, um, you know, like some kind of, you know, Caucasian Cauc- Yeah. 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 It's, so it's easy to set up a business over there. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, um, tell me, um, so you, oh wow. So you're probably pretty fluent in, in Philippines. So, uh, give me some, some verbiage. Uh, how do you say verbiage. it? Uh, Hey, how are you doing? And the, yeah, uh, here's uh, how do you do a proper greeting? Or right, proper story? greeting. It's you know here's what you know what, what um, the whole thing about the borrowed Spanish comes in again. So um, the uh, we for how are you? Hey, how are you? We say oi kamusta ka, which oh. is you 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 will hear the comas como estas yeah. from there because you know it came from Spain from Spanish. Yeah. So yeah, how are you? Is a lot of people just say kamusta. You know, just like that. But it's just like that. Just, just like that. Like, that. Yeah. Just like Spanish. Exactly. Yeah. But it's obviously spelled different. Yeah. Um, okay. It um, sounds the same. But different. it sounds the same. Yeah. But like I said, a lot of it's pretty Spanish. Like, there's still regions in the Philippines that speak Spanish. Yeah. Know? Is there some uh, regions where it's like still very uh, indigenous, where you guys still have like tribes? Uh, oh yeah. Thriving? Yeah. Tons. Yeah. yeah. Just like exactly. how we in the mountains. Like, mm-hmm. okay. There's still, you know, the. We call them the gritos. The gritos, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what they scream and yell for? Uh, no, they're they're short and dark and curly short hair, and dark? so it looks That's very the, Aboriginal. Aboriginal, yeah. Gritos, negritos. So they they're called the the gritos. Oh man, yeah, so. negritos, yeah. Oh, negritos, negritos, negritos. Okay. So it comes from the word dark, dark. Neg- oh, okay, negrito, yeah. I was thinking of a grito, like oh, a, grito, no, no, like no, gritar, yeah, neg- like yeah. you scream or yell. Oh, right, no, oh. negrito. Negrita. Okay, so. that's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so give me something else. Give me um, how would I uh, want to uh, talk to a nice woman and admire her or like compliment her on her beauty or something <laughs> like that? So obviously, like you know, you say, or hello, como esta, como I hear a lot of a deep throat. Como esta, como esta. Yeah, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of words that you end. You know, like comes to, uh, I don't know. It's it's weird. Okay. Um, uh, you also say you know, like, maganda ka. You're beautiful. Maganda ka. Maganda ka. Yeah, maganda ka. Okay. Um, ginagawa mo? What are you doing? Uh, Dang, that just rolled right off your tongue. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. That's what I like. That's what I like. Yeah. How do you say that again? An anong ginagawa mo? Anong ginagawa mo? I'm not getting tried. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know, there's, uh, it's, yeah, that's Tagalog. <laughs> Is there also uh, gender roles? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you speak one way to a man and one way to a woman. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, some, you know, same as Spanish, we, for the O's and, the, you know, we put an O for masculinity. Masculine. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so, cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, 13 years of living in the Philippines. Yep. And then, you know, I try to go back once a year. So, I haven't been back in over a year and a half, though. So, yeah. <laughs> every time you go back, um, is it you just see it developing and changing? And There's lots of development and yeah. it's creating, creating more traffic too yeah. so but it's not too bad which is just good because you know it's a lot of high rises now like i bought a condo there three years ago and then before it was nothing and then last time i checked it there was like three other condos around it and, yeah and like another um oh, that's good they built another um casino so oh, yeah man, casino huh? exactly so. is it do you see it getting um americanized it's pretty much americanized, pretty much americanized. Mean, yeah it's just like Everyone still, yeah. You know, everyone speaks English, yeah. you know. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. Um, tourist the, hotspot. What's that? It's a tourist hotspot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of them. Like, uh, the beaches. Yeah. Yeah. Is your guys' water so clean? Not in Manila per se. <laughs> not, like, in Manila. not in the big cities, but if you go out to the, yeah, you know, the outskirts, like the islands, like the the water is just so clear and so pure. You know. Like, oh man, that, that's wonderful. It's just, I mean, Philippines has over 7,000 islands, so... Yeah. You can wow. just imagine. <laughs> a lot of them are un- un- uninhabited. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Wait, is that... Uh, yeah, that's right. Uninhabited. uninhabited. Yes. Yeah. That's a word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Philippines is, I think, the 12th most populous country in the world. Yeah? Nice. Yeah. I know. It's, it's very congested. It's very... Yeah, it's wow. So Philippine nice. living, and then culture shock of America. Mm-hmm. Uh, rocks and volcano. <laughs> yeah. You're interested in. Exactly. Do you still like somewhat have an interest in that, or are you like you just totally dead on in your career of? Mm, I mean, I film. No, not really. I mean, it's all pretty much film now. I, yeah. If you ask me, maybe like what if you know what volcano there is in Mexico I'll probably name like two that I still remember from studying back in the day yeah. so but I still like to see a, a, a proper legit volcanic eruption you know yeah. like not I'm sure when you were a kid experiencing the ash I was yeah. like not traumatizing very right. uh, prominent in your memory yeah, so it one really was I still remember it I was young you know yeah. Um, yeah did you taste it and like oh no, no I, didn't, nice. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember tasting yeah. it I was just like confused how like, does it is it ash from just the flakes of the granite of the molten lava right, that's drying yeah. up and mm-hmm. just flakes up it, it yeah. traveled as far as Vietnam wow so right. yeah it's, it was a really big are crazy. Yeah. I saw one uh, I'm sure you saw it online too just uh, I think it was in Chile maybe so. it was in Chile or Argentina but a, a volcano erupted violently and it was just spewing just erupting all the way yeah, up to the sky and there's lightning I interacting think I, with the volcano I think I remember one but I mean the biggest one that totally just like shocked the world was the one in Iceland it was in Iceland? Um, I mean it, this this one was like several years ago like shut down whole year up like yeah. from the airport uh, air, airplanes oh, wow. and stuff so I don't remember that one it's a weird name something like that <laughs> <laughs> I tried memorizing the name but it was just weird yeah but um yeah um I don't know if I go back to it. I'm gonna probably hike a volcano and just yeah. see stuff and some activity, but not really. So, so filmmaking's where it's at. Mm-hmm. Filmmaking's yeah. where it's at. I love it. 
I don't think I can do it. I mean, I don't know if I, what I would do besides filmmaking. I love telling stories. Yeah. I love, oh, yeah. Stories. You know, I love taking the story from paper to screen, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's, that's very much art on its own to really uh, mm-hmm. manifest the story that's, that's being read and written. Yeah. To actually capture what happens in the mind's eye. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. I love it. I love the, art, awesome. the artistry of it. And I know a lot... It's funny because you know a couple coworkers or a couple of clients asked me what I thought of the VR or virtual reality or mm, the 3D. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not gonna say I'm against it. It's just like I'm not a big fan because to me, filmmaking is a way for us to escape reality. Yeah, yeah. you know, you make movies to tell stories. That's not you know that's. That is, you know, like, it's, just, yeah. It's, yeah, they can be true or they can be exactly. untrue. Exactly. You know, it's just yeah. your own thing. And then taking virtual, you know, take, you know, doing VR or 3D, it looks so real. That's just like, it's, that's, I mean, that's why you, I mean, to me, that's, you know, why make this art form, you know, turn it into reality? Yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. I just, that's just me because like yeah. I, I want, that's my way of, you know, escaping yeah. reality. Yeah, I'm sure there's uh, some sort of, I don't want to say like infringement on the uh, film community, but there probably is some sort of predicament of virtuality that's going on in the film industry. I'm sure a lot of people are really uh, using it to their benefit. Yeah. We're probably going to have movies when and watching you know vr instead of yeah going all the way to um, the movie theaters it's probably gonna be a while until that happens yeah. because i don't know like the, even even the whole transition between digital to film a lot of movies are still a lot of filmmakers still wanted to keep the whole the be filming with oh, film yeah. you know uh, that's a and big infringement right there exactly oh. and you know, everyone keeps saying it's like a dying medium, but I mean, still, a lot of filmmakers still film. (laughs) We're using films. It's just (laughs) expensive, but I don't know. Like I said, virtual reality or 3D is going to be a while. Like, it's, I mean, virtual reality, but 3D is still already here, but I still, yeah. yeah. Plus, it makes me dizzy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, 3D. No. I do get a headache in watching the movies. I'm not a big fan of that either. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't foresee myself changing any profession. I love it. I mean, maybe when I'm, if I can't, you know, carry heavy things, I'll probably be a bartender. <laughs> I like, you know, that also comes with a whole, Do you I have love any, talking to people. And stuff. Have you ever had any uh, trouble with uh, stories that you don't want to help create or contribute to? <laughs> Happens all the time. <laughs> yeah? I would get asked, you know, by maybe like a friend or like, someone I just met from this, you know, street or a bar. It's like, oh, you're a filmmaker? Me and my buddy's making this, you know, movie about this and this and that. I'm like, oh, great. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm all for helping fellow filmmakers. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But there are just other stories that are worth um, uh, more. More. Than, <laughs> <laughs> I know, you just try you to, know? <laughs> should have be nice about it. But yeah, sometimes yeah. stories suck. And, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the industry. Uh, that exactly I mean I've, I've worked on a lot of movies that I believed in and didn't even you know I didn't care getting paid because I believed in the movie I yeah? believed in wow, that's good. The, the creativity of it you know yeah. so I also like you know uh, documentary films as well because that's I the, love documentaries that's the that's... whole you know I love 
um, using film to change people's perspectives. You know, so oh, yeah. yeah, and changing people's perspective. <laughs> exactly. I usually like to do a little pun with every interview, like you say it's a perspective, but you exactly. did it right, well, naturally, right then and there. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, I think to me, just a whole philosophy on perspective. I think everybody is trying to share their perspective, mm-hmm. whether that be uh, writing, um, writing stories, poetry, literature, music. I think music is a whole perspective and they have a little sub-perspective. We just use the word genre instead. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm glad how you said that it's just showing someone's perspective. Because okay. one perspective could, you know, change the world. Exactly. Or m- many of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The same with music too. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. So yeah. do you have a, would you say you have a standard... Uh, perspective or philosophy on just like, what you've been through in life, what you were exposed to. Um, uh, I know we all had like some sort of cognitive dissonance of where we didn't believe anything was true, and then learning the hard way. It's like, oh man, this is just like this is how it is in life. Um, do you have any perspective on, I guess, life? Um, <laughs> trying to make that broad subject you know, narrow you know the biggest thing that was a cult, it was a really shock to me was um, transitioning from you know like this is you know transitioning from being Filipino to now American because I'm I'm natural citizen now like I'm American like yeah. I've been I've been living here for over 18 years the biggest thing is you know religion oh yes I know religion you know, is- um, Such a- I still believe, you know, I still believe in the higher power, yeah. you know, because um, in the Philippines, it was, is it's like I said, 80, 80% Catholics and, yeah. um, and, you know, it's just not, it wasn't, it's not really strict, but like, it's even in school, you know, like, if tele, you know, like a, the TV stations at every three o'clock, they always um, televise like a prayer. Wow. You know, wow. and then even like the, you know, like the news report or whatever, they always say, you know, don't forget to pray or something like that. Yeah. You know, like, like I said, I grew up Catholic and then, you know, I'm still Catholic and I still practice it. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Um, well, I don't go as much, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause I have kickball on Sundays now. <laughs> go Clovers. <laughs> much more fun <laughs> yeah. than some lecture in a church. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, I still believe, you know, like, um, I'm still pretty much Catholic, but the whole freedom of religion in America, that just totally changed my perspective, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, so they didn't have uh, freedom of religion in the Philippines or not say freedom of religion, but they, um, I guess it wasn't, they, it wasn't expressed as right. much as it, it is. Yeah. Because like everyone, I, all I knew is just like being Catholic. Yeah. Everyone, like I said, everyone. Because that's all we that's were supposed to. That's that's um, yeah, that's, that, that's, that was the norm. Wow. And then I moved here and I was like, I, I was like so confused. I was like, oh, this person doesn't believe in God. Oh, you're going to hell, you know? <laughs> and then yeah. that's taught, you know, like. That's but, what you're taught, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I, you know, like, it's not like I'm judging them, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, just, no. It's just like, oh, okay. And it's just kind of slowly, it's kind of like, oh, I see, you know, there's more. Wow. So you weren't exposed to any other religions. I wasn't at all. Until you came to America. Until I, yeah, I and you came s- to America and I learned all these, yeah, I learned all these different. Scientologists. Yeah. Like Mormons. Non, yeah. And the whole, I didn't even know what the non-denomination, uh, denomination, non-denomination, yeah, stuff like that. denomination So, but yeah, so that's the biggest thing that to me, just like that kind of like mind blown. Yeah. You know? Wow. Um, uh, what else? I mean, I don't know. Give me another question. <laughs> um, 
Dang, that's that's actually pretty interesting because uh, growing up here, uh, yeah, I was exposed to. Well, that that's the thing, and that's what I like to talk about. Uh, I grew up. Uh, I'm Hispanic, so I mm-hmm. definitely grew up uh, Catholic as well. Right. Um, we mostly went to uh, a Spanish-speaking church uh, when I was younger. And then uh, as I got older, we kind of stopped going to church. But on the major holidays, like Christmas and definitely Easter, we would always go to church because yeah. that was the thing to do and hear the word of God and the, and the prayer. But it really never resonated with me. And, mm-hmm. and growing up here, I was still exposed to so many other religions, too, but not really. I knew, knew of them. I did not know of them. Like right. I knew of them, but not specifically what they stood for mm-hmm. and so I knew non-denominational but I didn't know what that actually meant right and then when I first got exposed to Scientology I was like what the heck what? yeah it's like what is that and then Mormon and then like this that just made me even more curious exactly because I was thinking like oh well if there's so many different ways to believe in God why am I only shown this way? Right. And there's a whole bunch of different other ways that seems to be doing justice for mm-hmm. everybody else. And then just getting older, I just saw people fighting for what they believe in. Yeah. And it's like, okay, motherfuckers, like, <laughs> we have no evidence to prove to know who is right and wrong. Right. And even though, yeah, Christianity is like the big major religion, um, the old saying goes, uh, the, well, how's it go? Fuck, I already forgot. Um, <laughs> history is written through the winners. And the Christianity won with all those damn crusades. Yeah. And so um, I think that's a big factor to having emphasis on Christianity than any other religions. Right. And I'm just, well, man, I got so many other podcasts that go right. deeper into this about pagan religion that it was oh, yeah. much more natural and communities to believe in uh, many gods but I think that was a different perspective that they're thinking is yeah. they believed in many deities but I think they believed in one source creator which is what you're saying it's just a higher power right it's, it's just a higher, a higher power exactly. and what I don't like is um, people oh man they narrowly um, obliviously believe just what they're exposed to um, and go by what they were just exposed to and shown where they're not questioning themselves. Yeah. And uh, I hate it when it starts infringing on others. Like, oh, you're not Christian. You're going to go to hell. You don't believe right. in Jesus. You're going to go to hell for this and that. Yeah. It's like, how could you know? That's yeah. Like, you know, because um, being a, because I travel a lot as well. So I've been, I've been exposed to so many cultures, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm very accepting of different cultures, different national, you know, different um, uh, races and stuff, yeah. and then I've I, hope, I mean I hope I'm not I'm not saying this wrong, but like I've noticed that our people, the people that you know that travel a lot more and that open their their minds to different cultures and different, yeah. um, are actually the ones that are very easy to approach and friendly, yeah. and they don't judge you. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know? I see that trend as well. And yeah, you know, like... Would you say all that traveling... Very accepting, yeah. All that traveling was kind of broadening their perspective? Exactly. <laughs> like, traveling definitely, you, yeah. know, you know... It does. Brought, yeah. It does. You know, does definitely taught me a lot and gave me different perspectives on what is life, you know? Yeah. I, if, you, if you're not a traveler, I highly recommend it. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, because definitely. you'll learn more about not just the world, not just different cultures, but you also learn about yourself. 
Yeah, and I think yeah. that's the most important thing is learning about yourself. Exactly. Like, you kind of have to put yourself through situations where it's like, oh, why did this upset me? Oh, why why don't I like this? And then, so I think being externally in a different location kind of yeah. forces you to go on the inside. And exactly. Like, oh, and then yeah. I, I had the, per- when, before I moved to the States, I had this perspective. It's like, everything is perfect in America, you know? <laughs> Yeah. That's that was the they, first initial thought. Yeah, that's yeah. how they portrayed on TV. I mean, yeah. come on. You know, <laughs> not necessarily America's bad. I'm just saying it's like, a lot of people here are, you know, like there's a lot of assholes, you know? No, oh, yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. so many assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you're not as friendly as I thought you, you were. <laughs> you're kind. You're supposed to be friendly. What's going on here? Or good looking. I thought you, yeah. I thought Americans were supposed to be more good looking. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, like, I traveled to Iceland, probably the the, the oh, most man. Yeah, wonderful. Me, yeah, what's your favorite place you've been to? Wait, so what, you, Iceland. Or? Iceland. Okay. Um, before I went to Iceland, have you know, people ask me, it's like, what's the most uh, you know your favorite best or the best country I've ever been to? I could not think of. I've been to you know probably over twenty countries. I just could not pick one. Yeah. And then after going to Iceland, I was like, that's it, Iceland. Yeah. Iceland is by far the most beautiful country and the ni- and the nicest people in the world yeah wow, yeah nice. and they're just everyone's just so friendly and just like very accepting you know yeah. of very welcoming welcoming i love everybody yeah. and i hope <laughs> that's what i'm worried about too because like the um tourism in iceland just become you know like just getting bigger and bigger yeah, so, you is know, it? Like, oh, become man. more and more popular so like people want to and i hear stories that like a lot of the tourists, a lot of people that come in just kind of like destroy the, you know, the mm, natural, of course, uh, environment. And then, like, I hope that American tourists, probably. I hope the Icelandic people <laughs> don't, you know, like don't start hating and like closing their borders to the rest of the world because like, honestly, it's like such a beautiful country and yeah. very friendly people. That's awesome. I'm not sure about the food, but... Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but... And it's a very, very expensive country. I think it is now the most expensive country in the world. Is it? So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that tourism. Yeah. That attraction. Exactly. Yeah. Mine were... Um, at first, it was Spain. I love Spain. Oh, yeah. Spain is um, awesome. But I didn't go to, like, the main parts of Spain, like Barcelona, Madrid. Mm-hmm. It was the coast. It was the road of Spain and then some islands, uh, Palma, Mallorca. And oh, yeah. it was, oh, like... It, they were very welcoming. It was delicious food. Temperature was amazing. Uh, just uh, clean. Mm-hmm. But so that's one of my top ones. But my second one has to be uh, Israel. Oh, Eli Israel. I've never been. Just because only um, I'm very attracted to brunettes, long, yeah. lush, yeah. curly hair, and Dark skin. women. <laughs> were, yeah, the women were beautiful I and bet. very welcoming too. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I, I picture them having nice and, eyes too. Like. Oh yeah, they have very nice, <laughs> like green hazel, hazel yeah. and oh. just light brown and just Israeli. So and uh, they, they were just like, I think it's because uh, they have a not they they're forced to go to uh, the military either before oh, yeah. or after uh, school. And I think that really made them mature as just a, a, a city, as just uh, the civilizations that the maturity right. that they have over there. It's, yeah, I really loved it. It was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Food was amazing. Um, clean water, clean uh, beaches. And maybe because I was like at that location. Right. I did go to Jerusalem too. 
and went to the Church of Jesus Christ and right. touched the slab of stone. Oh. That was awesome. Yeah, just so I, much history. That's, that's the, uh, one of the countries I really want to go to. Yeah, it, it was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. Being, you know, being like a Christian and Catholic, you know, like yeah. all those, I remember learning that in Catholic school. So. Yeah. You yeah. went to Catholic school? It went out, growing up in the Philippines, yeah, Catholic school. No way. <laughs> Dang. Do they really have rulers? Do they have yep, rulers over they, there too? Mm-hmm. No way. Did <laughs> your hand get slapped? Yep. I'll, yeah, because yeah, they have to look at your, your fingernails. Really? Yeah. Just to make sure that they're clean or mm-hmm. something? No way. And sometimes if, you, if they don't have ruler, they, they kind of pull your sideburns. What? <laughs> the sideburns must hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang. You having some PTSD flashbacks? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> it was still pretty fun. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's so you discipline. went to... Yeah. How, was, how was Catholic school? It's, it's different. I mean, it was strict. But, you know, like... I'm kind of... You know, I'm kind of happy that that's... You know, they were strict because, like... It taught me to be more... It, it disciplined me, you know? Mm, okay. And it's kind of like... I like to think about this kind of like how my my parents raised me because they would raise me very strict. They wouldn't let me out. They, you know, they really mm-hmm. kind of forced me to study and stuff. I'm kind of glad that they did that because, you know, like, um, because of that, I think I feel like, uh, you know, like I'm very respectful more of the, of the elderly, of the adults, you know what I yeah. mean? So, oh yeah, I know. Sure. And it then like study hard more. and then, you know, like I got good grades and stuff. So yeah, that's good, yeah. and I moved to, you know, I moved here and I was like, everyone was just very amazed with like how smart I was. I was like, <laughs> Really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's when you discovered America is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm just saying it's like, they just like, the way they taught, it was just, I guess, a little bit more advanced or something. Yeah. And then, yeah. This Filipino, this Filipino minority is a yeah. little more advanced. No, I just remember that one incident, like, in yeah. my, my math class. Like, <laughs> my, my first time in America, like, uh, my teacher was asking, "Oh, what's the what? What do you call a four-sided um, uh, shape?" And I was like, "No one is raising their hands." I was like, "And I don't." I was quiet person at the time because yeah. I didn't know English very well. Um, I was like, raise my hands. Like, oh yeah, you. I was like, I said, I was like, "What? How did you know that?" Oh, I just knew it. <laughs> All right, what about five five sides? I was like, and everyone was like, oh, "He knows it too." <laughs> and I was like, "Guys, that's like." third grade <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. no I mean that, I would learn that in third grade and oh and, and in, this in, was 12th grade in in, the, in, in America. America wow <laughs> so one of those things but no I'm, I'm pretty dumb <laughs> <laughs> no no man you're pretty smart <laughs> no yeah, I don't have street smarts <laughs> but um, coming from the Philippines I would imagine but I guess if you went to that Catholic school yeah they yeah, make they, sure yeah, you're they definitely, book smart and they make definitely sure you discipl- your knowledge that's the point Discipline. Dang, man. So I have a just preconceived notion as Catholic school as being very strict, and the people that go there, they're like, um, they're so strict and restricted and limited and micromanaged uh, that as soon as they get a little freedom, they go all out. And the only example I could think of was Mer- uh, Marilyn Manson. He went to Catholic school. Oh, really? Okay. Of course, his reputation being yeah. heavy metal, gothic, yeah. craziness guy. Um, so you said it really helped your discipline, but did they like enforce anything else or like, were they, is it just like normal school? Yeah, normal school to me, it was, it was just, but then again, that was the norm to me at the time. Did they so. teach like the Bible? Or yeah. Like they, yeah so was every, many, you know, exactly. Was, was that like the only difference other than the mm. rule slapping and the... Yeah, I mean, definitely, yeah. 
and but prayed, they, and pray, prayed every day. They prayed every day. And did they? But like, did, did they teach the Bible like the historical yeah, mm-hmm. context? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, we nice. had a we had a uh, you know like a uh, I guess the Catholic class or something. Catholic class. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, yeah, and you know we we go to like um, to camps and stuff and like. Was there any uh, rebellious guys that went against the word of God or didn't no, believe it? No, no, not. But like I said, we were in the Philippines here and we didn't know any other religions besides mm. Catholicism. Wow. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. Uh, Catholic school, I guess, might be all right. <laughs> but you know, this is. I don't know how I don't know how it is here in the, in in the states because I never. Yeah, that it is here. probably very different over here. In probably the is different Catholic because schools. like you're exposed to other religion that you know you're everyone is welcome to, mm-hmm. to, you know, attend to. Because in the Philippines, like I said, all we knew was Catholicism and maybe Muslim, but that was a way south. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I gotta ask. Mm-hmm. Growing up uh, Catholic mm-hmm. and. Um, being gay mm-hmm. like how did that work to you know be coming out of the closet i um i i knew i was different i knew i was gay like i was still in the philippines like i was young i was in the catholic school yeah i don't know exactly did you know when. in catholic school that mm-hmm. you're gay oh, yeah wow. i was just like you know just kind of like thinking like, i had different thoughts i was like yeah. why am i see that already makes you smarter because you knew but uh, you knew you were different, yeah. So you kept your mouth shut. I yeah, I knew I was different, and then like I think a lot of the people kind of knew as well because I was you know acting a little different, and then I guess effeminate, and I would not date any girls. Mm-hmm. I would hold hand with girls, but like that was like it, you know. Yeah. And um, and I was just like whatever, I didn't care, you know. It's like all right, maybe just like a face, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was elementary school. That's when I kind of started you know figuring out like okay i may be different but i kept a secret you know like i yeah. never really told anybody i would say like oh i had a crush on that girl or whatever here and there but like i would n- never thanks uh, yeah i did not you just say I, that you'd have a crush yeah on a girl just i did uh, not you know some people's minds yeah exactly no I that's pretty smart that's very cunning yeah i did not such a young age exactly um, yeah no i, I was I, just I, wanting to play <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know yeah but and then yeah, because in the Philippines, like, what's funny, because um, being gay is, in a sense, kind of accepted in the Philippines, but then again, in a, it's accept, accepted, but they don't want to have to do with it. You know what I mean? Like, okay. let's say um, a lot of people, uh, oh, oh, yeah, you know, like, because a lot of the comedians and a lot of the popular in the, the celebrities are gay in the Philippines, you know? Mm-hmm. And then... And Beverly Hills and Hollywood, too. Right. Yeah. But... But when it comes, you know, let's say this person is part of their family, they don't want to have to do anything with them. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's accepted in the media, but it's not accepted within... Socially. The fu- yeah, the family, which is kind of weird. That is weird. Yeah. That is weird. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that's how I just kept it secret. And then maybe like, I told, you know, I told my sister, I told a couple of people, it's like, whatever, you know, I was a kid. I was like yeah. 10 to 13 at a time. And then moved to the States. And then that's when the whole like being accepted you know came in yeah because a i i was already brown <laughs> i was different I'm sure I'm a foreigner, helped, yeah. you know and i was like i want to be accepted more yeah. so like i didn't even like so i um i just kind of kept it secret you know yeah. i just kept you know just kept it chill you know didn't really 
I didn't really act anything different, but I didn't also tell them that I was, you know. Yeah, yeah if, they ask, if they asked me, I was always, like, change the subject. Or I would, if they asked me how to grow up, and I was like, mm. no, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, you know, this Avril Lavigne chick is, is really hot. I want to ban her, you know, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. So And that just bring on attention. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, really yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, actually, I did not come out until college. Wow, yeah. Through high school, I was still quiet about it. Okay. You know, like, I... Went, I think, uh, yeah, because uh, I think you might be the same age as uh, my uncle, and I'm, I'm not trying to blast him out, but <laughs> he was, he got out, uh, it came out, I think he was in college, too. But, oh, man, that was, that was a ride, because we were... My uncle to my grandmother, that was his son, the youngest son. Yeah. She took it hard. And yeah. She tried to starve herself to death and tried to really make him feel bad. And it took her a while. And it yeah. took me a while to learn, yeah. too, um, that he was gay and coming out of the closet. And I was bringing this, this guy around. And yeah. I was just a little youngster. Like, oh, who's your friend? Oh, you guys kids? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but now looking back, when older now, I was like, oh, that was his way of like showing this family that he's coming out of the right. closet. And my grandmother took it hard, and um, just him telling me it, it was kind of hard for some people. But it, it, I mean, that's what made it, it weird. It was some people uh, that were strictly on Catholic. That's why I'm like asking you, oh, yeah. you're Catholic? Oh man, yeah, that work out. It was very uh, hard for them to accept. But mm-hmm. that's is like. If that's what you're sure of, like, right. how could you go against that? Exactly. Especially, you know, your own blood. Mm-hmm. My, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird as well. Cause like my, my brother, my sister, pretty much all my, um, a lot of my family knows, but I mean, I told my mom, uh, in college and then she didn't take that, you know, very well and cried mm-hmm. the whole day, whatever. And then <laughs> the next day, the, the next day, day didn't really talk about it and then forgot about it. Yeah. I haven't really sat down and told my dad. So like, it's one is the topic that's, it's always avoid and we always avoid it in family setting you know so I haven't really like finally sat down with my, both my parents be like okay you know guys I'm gay you know it's it's just like they're just very you know they're just religious you know they're very because you know their perspective ex- yeah <laughs> yeah you know exactly and which so, my uncle knew about my grandmother too yeah she they just knew and I'm, I'm, they, I'm sure they know like especially my mom because I told her but you know, I have I never brought any guy over. You know, like I, if I did, I'd be like, "Oh, is my is my buddy this and buddy that?" Yeah. You know, um, but you know, like it was hard growing up and keeping a secret because I I felt like I was fake to myself and like yeah. fake to everybody. And mm. then when I came out in in college, it was like this big heavy thing just like lifted off my shoulders. You yeah, know? that must have been nice. It, it felt so great, and then just like. You know? Is it that weird? Like, it's not anything physical, but like emotional, yeah. mental. Mm-hmm. Still has a heavy yeah. weight. Exactly. You feel all the exactly. And I feel like, you know, I can be myself now. And like, yeah. I joke around here and there. Yeah. You know, I, I, my favorite is like when all my straight friends joke around and still with me. And like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool, you know? And I, I'm, I've talked to a lot of other gay people. And then I, it's weird to compare myself to them because like, I've heard all these like scary, I mean, like sad stories. It's like, oh, you know, I lost my friends, and like I was, I was gay bash and stuff like that. It's like me growing up and here and like I don't know what it is, but like I don't think I've experienced anything negative. You know, yeah. like everybody that I told were pretty much supportive. And if anything, like I solidified, you know, our friendship more. Like became 
better friends, you know, all my friends. Wow, that's all, good. Yeah, they're all fully supported. And, you know, like, I, we, we just joke around about it, you know, like, yeah. and even, like, say, oh, Kenny, is that guy cute or, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe Alex sometimes gets really <laughs> uncomfortable, yeah. but, like... <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's homophobe, but I yeah. too. But, no, it's... I like it, you know? I mean, there are times that, like, if I don't know the person, I still kind of just, like, calm and, like, act like yeah you know i'm i'm guilty of that i just act, act straighter you know yeah until it gets super comfortable so. it's just uh i do that all the time too yeah uh, it's just uh what do you call it it's just uh communication competence mm-hmm. where you know you gotta not this yeah you have to act a certain way use certain verbiage right. to somebody but exactly. that's to best communicate who you're you know talking to you, you know no gangster could come or actually, maybe so, but no scholar could go into the hood and talk to a gangster right. and try to get some. Exactly, you, know, you just yeah. Like you get to know your audience and you know who you're talking to. So that's yeah. that's normal. I think we all do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, actually, I, yeah. We I, girls probably do it the most. I hear them change their voice. It sounds so cute yeah. and pretty when they're making a phone order. When yeah. it's Like they're acting so goddamn ghetto and ratchet in front yeah. of me. It's it's that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. It's just yeah. the whole acceptance thing. So, yeah. but. Yeah, no, I'm, I have really no regrets. Like, I love my life. Um, like, I've seen, you know, a lot of, uh, half of the world. I've been to pretty much all continents except Antarctica. Yeah. And I have a lot of friends who support systems, support yeah. the, you know, family here and there, here. And, and I just meet new people every day. And, like, God forbid, if I get hit by a bus, you know, on the way home. Yeah. I don't regret it because I'm, you know, I'm, I think I've been, I, now I'm 31 years old, I've lived a happy life. Yeah. You know? No regrets. No regrets. Exactly. No regrets. I mean, I, it'd be cool if I had like a, you know, significant other, but whatever. Yeah. Plenty it, of time. To plenty get of time. For plenty that, of time yeah. to get to that. No. Yeah. Uh, I think our society nowadays, like you can just tell that like it's changed. The millennials, the new, the oh, new yeah, perspective definitely. is very, a lot more accepting yeah. of everybody, who you are, if you, you know, whatever you are, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, because change is, is inevitable. And what I can't grasp is that um, how some people have, they just, they think of gays as so like alien, so weird yeah. and so like different. It's, mm-hmm. it's just like, what? Like, no, like they're human too. Yeah. And, and uh, I remember uh, asking these two, um, oh man, so I want to get down into the philosophy of being gay. And so, I it's just a feeling, and um, I think uh, there is some Gnostic text, um, which is a certain religion and mysticism uh, branch off of Christianity, trying to learn about um, Adam and Eve, and just God, mm-hmm. um, God before the Christian just uh, standard Christian view, uh, and I think some other uh, theology. God is. Uh, androgynous it has both male and female um energetic qualities right. and so it's both and so when god made man his own image before taking rib out of adam to make eve when god made man his own image was um hermaphrodite it had both sex organs and and people you know they that's still relevant today that's still um Around and even some indigenous communities rank uh, gays in a, 
the Mermavidites is very high right. figures because wow. you're embodying both male and female. Right. And in our biology right That's now, yeah, okay. our biology right now, we have male and female. We have a little bit of estrogen, right. but us guys are mostly physically testosterone. Right. And then so, just having those both of those sex organs, I ask these these uh, these Christians like they're like no that's 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 I don't believe Adam had both sex organs before yeah. Adam before Eve came out, and that was just like a like a like an abrupt no mm-hmm. like not even because that went against all their the views that right. they were first exposed to but it's like like can you just think about it because it kind of correlates mm-hmm. to some of the stuff that's being um, you know discussed about. So, I forgot what I was getting with this, but uh, yeah, I guess the the philosophy or the perspective of being gay, like mm-hmm. how I wonder how that became so, I guess alienated, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's I think just because it's different, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it's just you know being different. It's kind of like I guess back in the day during segregation, like being black is different, you know. Yeah. So people are afraid. I think. Yeah. You know, people are afraid that, like, especially the whole marriage is, like, is going to ruin the, the the whole meaning of marriage. It's, like, it's not, you know? If if anything, it's going to make us stronger because, you know, you love who you love, so... Yeah, yeah. You know? There's some crazy motherfuckers that uh, have a love of um, animals and horses. <laughs> have you heard of those stories? Yeah, uh, so, yeah, bestiality. <laughs> yeah, bestiality. Like, like, that's just different, I think. Yeah. I don't know, but I mean... <laughs> They can do whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking weird. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. interesting. Yeah. But, no, I mean... Yeah, um... Would you be, say... Being... Would you, I'm sorry, go. Would you say, uh... Gays... A different, um... Subculture? In, in... In, uh... In, I guess, in this culture? I, I guess it probably varies from the Philippines to... Cause I know in the Philippines. I don't know much about the Philippines now, like the whole gay culture there. You know, I mean, no, I just know about their lady boys over there. Oh, there are tons of lady boys. Yeah, yeah. it's. I think it's like the new thing that there now. Yeah, so I was. I back. thought that was like fairly old. Well, it's old, but I like uh, every time I every, every time I go back, it feels like it's being trendy because like yeah. you last time I was here, you're pretty much straight, and now you're a crossdresser. You know. Yeah. And then people just joke around. It's like, oh, everyone does it nowadays. So yeah. stuff like, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. You know, it's a lot yeah. of cross dressing, but um, because they're just everyone knows. Like in the Philippines, like uh, gay gay guys and um, and lady boys are the comic relief. <laughs> they're yeah. just funny. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, you hang sure. out with them, they're hilarious. If you know, same here. You know, all you know, all the gays here that I hang out with are. That, uh, you know, when I when I go to a gay bar or, like, go to a, some kind of group and they all make fun of each other, but it's all good fun, you know? They're, it's, they're pretty funny. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah there, there's, you know, there's definitely a subculture because I've, I've... A lot of my gay friends that I've met this year... Because before this year, I've actually never really exposed myself to the gay community. Oh, know? no? You know, like, oh, really? I, I would go to gay bars and here or there, but... I'm, that's it. You know, that was the extent of it. Like, yeah. I didn't, I probably had like five good friends, like good gay friends. Mm-hmm. But now I've, I have a lot because I, you know, like I started doing like a gay volleyball league or like a gay kickball league and then mm-hmm. just met a lot more people. I started hanging out with them. And, and, and it comes back, I mean, you know, uh, uh, what you're saying about subculture, I think, you know, like they're, 
I think the gay community is still kind of secluding. They're yeah. still pretty, you know, they're still trying to separate themselves from uh, the straight, yeah. you know, the straight world. Yeah. You know, I've noticed that. Like, I, I am such a, I, I do both, but I mostly probably do this, you know, the, you know, the, the straight the community straight more community. than yeah. the gay community. And then I try to invite a lot of them. They wouldn't even come, mm-hmm. you know, because they, a lot of them say they feel, they don't feel comfortable. Yeah. And I was like, they're just people too. You just yeah. act like who you act. It's not like they're gonna gay bash you or anything. Yeah. I mean, whenever I go out, I just act myself. You know. Yeah. And yeah, I I I, I think they also don't want to explore. You know, they always want to just want to stay mm, yeah, to what yeah. they know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, like I said, a lot of the friends that I I know, they're always just hang, hanging out the same gay bars. I was yeah. like, you see this bar every day. Expand. Yeah. <laughs> you know you got to expand you yeah. got to expand I'm, I'm glad you're a, a, a mover for that That's yeah because uh, it's only healthy you know it is healthy and and you, just, you change it up a little bit yeah. you know oh yeah we'll go to a different gay bar I was like yeah. <laughs> that's not the point you know like yes maybe go to a different gay bar is fun but I'm just saying like you know I gotta say um, I'm very much traumatized in my first gay bar uh, where did you go because uh, my my uh, one I guess I said my uncle's gay, and he took me to my first gay bar, and um, it was in New Orleans. Oh no, nice! And uh, awesome time. It was a good time, but uh, it wasn't. It, he didn't know about it. it. It wasn't like breaking me through to the, the gay scene. Mm-hmm. I've already I've had a whole bunch of gay friends, and then, but this is my first actual gay bar, and if, motherfucker, let's go go night. Dancing <laughs> is fucking. Have naked men dancing everywhere. Like, yeah. And, and instead of the females, yeah. getting, you know, the guys, I'm like, oh my God, I guess I'm like, oh, so, I mean, it was first exposed so I'm like, all right, this is, this is what they do. It's all right. Yeah. They're not, you know, attracted to me until I found out they are all attracted to me. Yeah. Because it felt like they all knew I was straight and they all, I felt like, yeah, they could smell, yeah, they could smell it. Yeah. They could smell it. And then also, and also, I felt like a female in, yeah. in, in the barracks. <laughs> in the, cause and, we have uh, females that go in the military and of right. course we outnumber them. And so of course after a ship, after yeah. being on ship and deployment for so long, we look at the female like, oh yeah. man, yeah, she's definitely and, getting more attractive. And the thing about that too, which I've also noticed, is like, it's not that because you're straight, a lot of these people, a lot of these gay bars, all, most, 80% are probably um, uh, regulars. Yeah. So it's a new face. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's a new face. Mm, yeah, the regulars. Then, you know, so, yeah. exactly. And, um, and yes, I mean, they can also tell if you're you know, yeah. we are straight too. So, oh, yeah, face they, and, a new, and straight. They knew, man, and yeah. they were trying hard and they were like poking my chest. Yeah, like, yeah. Me. yeah, yeah. Be a gentleman at least. What are you doing? Yeah, oh, it's, it's oh, funny because, like, I, I brought, um, this happened a mo- exactly a month ago. I, um, I brought a buddy of mine to kickball, this gay kickball league, because mm-hmm. we needed a, you know, a new, a new player. So, t- took him in. I, uh, I didn't really tell him it was a gay league, so, whatever. He's, chill but he was gay or he's not gay he's straight oh he was straight yeah oh and you didn't tell him I was a gay league yeah, he didn't tell him I was a gay league yeah. <laughs> but I mean that's uh, alright everybody yeah, learn the hard way my, my kickball team is actually predominantly straight oh you okay. know I recruited them and okay. then like I said I don't really have a lot of gay friends so I recruited yeah. people I knew you know yeah. so you know I brought him in and then like after that went to uh, to a, a bar that everyone goes to after the games and it was a it was a gay friendly it's not necessarily a gay bar 
it's gay friendly because there are also straight families that go there. Yeah. So, and of course, the new, you know, the new face of the bar, he, exact the same thing. Everybody, he, he told me, I was like, I, everyone's looking at me. I feel like they're undressing me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it, it's just funny. Uh, it's, you can feel it that I'm staring too. And it's just like, don't you oh, feel nice about it though? You're like, okay. I mean, I guess not when not. it's overwhelming. <laughs> and not when you're not gay. So, but no, I love that because yeah. I think the only thing is, um, because a lot of my gay friends, it's just like we had this understanding. Like, oh no, I'm straight. You're yeah. gay, yeah. and then we got along so well that we laughed at the differences mm-hmm. of how I, some people like uh, Alex and them are so like homo, like right. homic. It's like, yeah, Alex. if you're really truly comfortable with yourself, and you, and you like, you would yeah. have no problem of joking around. Exactly. Of uh, of gayness, I guess mm-hmm. you can say. Like I could. I remember I told the, some of my friends, I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy's a really good-looking, very handsome yeah. guy, good stature, and yeah. just um, some just belligerent, just typical bro. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you, gay bro? Like, <laughs> yeah. you want to fuck him? I'm like, no. No. Can't you look that? He has a nice stature. He has a bigger <laughs> chest than you. He's working Jeez, your pectorals out <laughs> yeah. more than you. Where are you going? Exactly. Like, uh, some guys are just like, okay. Yeah. They, it's like, so, okay, okay, it's, calm down. <laughs> it's so funny how they get... they get defensive so fast and it's like well you're obviously not comfortable with yourself do you so yeah because i gotta tell you i oh man i love my women <laughs> i love my women they're, oh, yeah. they're just it's something really primordial and no i i'm with you it's like i i love my men but <laughs> yeah, so you love men the way i love my women it's just, exactly that's how it is and, exactly um oh man but that's yeah but like i said at the end of the day you know we're still yeah. The same, we're you know we're and we're, I've also heard of uh, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've also heard of. Um, I get this off from Alboy. It's so interesting. We get along so well. I love his perspective. Um, I'm gonna get him on this podcast shortly too. But he's actually like this. The shit he talks about. Uh, there's like little subcultures in the subculture of the gay community. How some people are gender fluid, and I never heard of that before. Gender I fluid. To, I had to look it up. Yeah, gender What's fluid. Gender fluid. Were you like redheads? Or? <laughs> no, <laughs> gender fluid. <laughs> What would you think of red? Ginger. <laughs> oh no, gender. Oh, gender. I thought you said ginger. I was no, like, what? <laughs> oh man, you get excited. I mumbled. No, gender, gender, gender fluid. Yeah, gender fluid. Where they they choose whether I don't know if it's exterior motive or internal motive. Like uh, they choose to be a gender based on either external or interior motive. I don't know. But yeah, they're not either or, or they give you both at the same time, or they could switch gender roles. I have never heard of that. No? No. Uh, That's interesting. Though. And I also heard of the celebrity world. Um, I think it's just like pride and ego, uh, how some guys don't get off of just sleeping with as many girls as they can just because they're a celebrity, they're mm-hmm. famous, and they have money. But um, as a power motive, uh, sleeping with a, a, good, a guy, and I guess making them gay for the night or they're submissive hmm. yeah you haven't you're not that deep into the uh, no <laughs> no no I mean I actually sometimes some gay terms I don't even know I have to ask some a couple of my friends like so what is what does an otter mean what's a bear mean you know like, yeah oh man I heard about that shit yeah, too that, I, that shit gets weird I know yeah. <laughs> whereas sometimes um, I think they call it the, the leathered community right um, 
I've never been exposed. The, no, you gotta <laughs> no. get in there, man. You gotta <laughs> let me know. Get in there, let me know. Oh, all right. Well, the, per- the next time I find out about something like that, I'll let you know. Because uh, I told my friend, I'm like, oh, like, can I go to these parties but not like partake in the. Uh, just, what's yeah, going on yeah, it's basically like probably like sex it. orgy <laughs> no but the, no he's like no you can't either go into partake or not you, you're not they're not gonna just let you yeah. question them and try to get them on your podcast <laughs> like, yeah shit I I guess, stuff you know, like that kind of I don't know just, yeah. it's not me it's a little too too far in the deep end I think it's too far in the deep end yeah yeah I mean definitely me too but like I've, I, I've heard about I'm stuff like that I'm curious and want to know yeah, yeah. I've heard of Bathhouses, but I've never been. Yeah, I've heard of uh, some guys, even girls. Um, I forgot what they're called, but they're called ponies or something, where they're on a chain and they have hoofs and they're in this mental state of acting like a pony. I've heard something like that. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, there's a lot of things that everybody's into. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's, I think it's this very interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, and it gets far out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just a simple gay guy just minding my own business and like what I like and I'm you know? a simple gay guy. Just, yeah, I love how you put that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, yeah. so if I want to go to a gay bar, I'll go to a gay bar. Yeah. I actually haven't been to a gay bar in a while. Well, let me rephrase that. I haven't been to a gay club in a while. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been to a, you. You guys really know how to party. You guys, yeah, party. Yeah, I've, I've I thought I was a partier, but you think I'm a partier, and you meet. My other gay friends are like, yeah. dang, they're even crazier. That's that's craziness. Yeah. Um, I know, like would you say there's like some female or feminine traits of being gay? Uh, I mean, uh, like not like how some people try to reason and reason being gay as a. Uh, oh, I was born in the wrong body. Uh, I was supposed to be oh. a female instead of a male. That's why, like, I, that's actually I don't know. It was like just a point of view. I think it's just a point of view. Fraction. I think it's just a made up thing. I don't yeah. know. Like, I, I didn't think I was gay when I was born. You know, like, yeah, maybe I was. I just, I just, I was young to remember, or maybe I was just young to even question it. Yeah, you know, you I just knew that you like. Gay. I just knew. It was slowly developing. I was like, liking guys. Oh, yep, I like guys. Oh, I think I like guys, you know? And then, so, oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure I like guys, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's a surrounding. No? No, because there's no one in my family that's gay. So definitely internal. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I just don't know how it happens. <laughs> yeah. It just does. It does. You know? So. Yes, I guess... It's not like it's you just, wake up one day. It's like maybe I'll try a dude. You know, it's yeah. just it, it's a slowly, slowly. Some process. people do. You're surprised. Yeah. You'd be surprised. To me, it wasn't. <laughs> so it was like a slow. The world is crazy. Long, slow, long, uh, yeah. transition. So long. Would you yeah. say it's a slow, long uh, realization? Realization, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you never, you know, because you you never really accepted because it was different you know yeah until later on you fully understand it's like oh okay that's who i am and i'm proud of who i am yeah that's good (laughs) so but yeah no it's it's good yeah i haven't met any i've uh kind of acquainted but i haven't really knew anybody close that were so like homophobe and like oh get away from me and so like gay bashing and i'm glad i was not exposed to that because yeah um my my sister's lesbian and my uncle's gay and so they kind of helped me uh show me this different perspective of what's mm. going on in the world yeah 
That's good. Yeah, yeah. I know my, my sister is my biggest, um, which I'm probably like, advocate. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you fuck with me, you fuck with her. Like, you know, yeah. she's... She, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good friends are you know like got my back too. You yeah. Know? So I, I know. Oh that, yeah. So yeah, even though they joke around and but you know mm-hmm. they'll I know they'll still back me up. So yeah, that's good. But yeah, I mean there are, there are a couple of guys, a couple of friends that make you know homophobic comment, but like they don't mean it. They just like yeah. just for fun, you know. Yeah, you know, and actually, you know what? Um, it took me a while to get used to this crude humor. Uh, I don't know if it's like an American thing. But um, just crude humor is like kind of in our culture to just be yeah. like the most negative to try to get on your skin to try yeah. to do something, but just to make you feel hurt a little bit. But you know, I'm just kidding. Yeah, like, it's it's weird. It's, our, our humor is different. We got super yeah. dark humor. I mean, I do that to a lot of my friends too. Yeah. Like I, I don't mean it because they know that that's that, no, that yeah, kind we, of person. we know. Yeah, we don't yeah. mean it, but yeah, we, we do. do. We do <laughs> have that. Yeah, we have this weird it's, crude humor. We do. In the Philippines, it's even worse. Is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. They, they just tell you you're fat right away, like right in your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. That was, I guess that was one thing, too, when I, was, when I moved here. Like, one of, uh, my first time, like, a Spanish class, and my professor, my chubby professor, asked us to, like, write, uh, you know, describe our professor in, like, in Spanish. So I went up, and, you know, I was like, ella es gorda. I was like, <laughs> and everybody was like, <gasps> She oh, was so mean. I was like, what? Look at her. She's fat. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Didn't but know. no, you thought it, you just saw it as yeah. describing her. Exactly. She was a bigger woman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because in the Philippines, like I said, you're straightforward. You, yeah. just, you just tell them like there's no sugar coating. There's another culture very uh, similar to that where you're just straightforward. And, mm-hmm. um, I love it. It's crazy. That's probably like the best example of like just different perspectives because you didn't mean it like in, in an insulting way. Yeah. But us Americans over here are so goddamn sensitive. Um, they get offensive so easily. It's, it's a it's different true. perspective right there. There's a different perspective. But I'm kind of glad that I, I was exposed to a couple of cultures, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so... Oh man, well we could go on and talk forever, but um Yeah, I know. I guess we shall continue this later. Yeah. Um, well I'm so glad that you came to you know my podcast. Pleasure. Thank you for inviting me and this just, just capturing this natural organic <laughs> conversation and just Yeah. It was good. It was good. Do you have any uh, uh, last words to say or have anything for people listening to reach out to you? Uh any social media you want to shout out or give them? Um what do people usually say? <laughs> some people uh, Twitter a lot. Some people they give out their Twitter, their Instagram, okay. um, Facebook. They want to network. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me see. How do I put this? Um, or if you don't, that's okay too. Yeah. Uh, what is my Snapchat? Hold on a second. Snapchat. That's a good one. I <laughs> uh, don't remember what my Snapchat is. Oh, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I post a lot on my social, my Snapchat a lot. So my Snapchat is K-Y-A-N-G-A. So K-Yanga. So you can follow me on that and you can see how crazy my life is. It's, I, I don't stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's right. He does not stop. He's, uh, <laughs> always going live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, right on. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Well, thanks for having me. This is really cool. Get to, getting to know you as well. So, yeah. 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 So we should do this again. We should. <laughs> we should.